Happy Easter. Raise your hand if you've been struggling or suffering from seasonal allergies. Raise your hand if the pollen's been pretty crazy. Yeah, right? So that's made me think a lot about flowers recently. I don't know how much you ever think about flowers, but I, this past week with pollen everywhere, I've been thinking a lot about flowers. Look right now, how many of you are wearing flowers? Women dress actually in flower print clothes all the time, it seems. Some of you in your homes have floral wallpaper. Your bedspread has flowers on it. You have framed images of flowers. It's pretty amazing how we surround ourselves with flowers. So that's only a fitting, like, right, when we come to church, what do we expect to see? Flowers. Particularly during the Easter season, right? And during the month of May, if there are not flowers, there's something wrong, right? Think about all the people that you give flowers to in your life. I can probably guarantee that the first person you ever gave a flower to was your mother. It might have been a dandelion, but it was a flower. And for some of you, that was the last gesture of love you gave to your mother as well when she died. You gave your flowers to your sweetheart in high school. You give flowers to your wife. You've given flowers to a sister who's conceived a child or who's lost a child. We send flowers to someone when they're sick. We give flowers to someone when they get a job promotion. It's really quite amazing how much a part flowers are of our life. Someone gave flowers to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Someone gave flowers to Jesus. I was thinking so much about flowers this past week that I was like, flowers on clothes, on wallpaper, in our churches, to our moms. And I started thinking like, gosh, we even sing about flowers. How many songs can you think of about flowers? Well, if you can't think of any, I thought I might help you out. 1980, Bette Midler. Some say love, it is a river that drowns the tender reed. Some say love, it is a razor that leaves the soul to bleed. Some say love, it is a hunger and endless aching need. I say love, it is a flower and you, it's only seed. What about 1968? The foundations. I could use a little help on this one. <laughs> Why do you build me up? Buttercup baby just to let me down and mess me around and then worst of all you never call babies and you say you will. But I love you still, I need you. More than anyone, darling, 
you know that I have from the start. So build me up, buttercup, don't break my heart. There's a yellow rose in Texas that I'm going to see. Nobody else could miss her, not half as much as me. 1967. If you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear some flowers in your hair. Very possibly the best ever, 1988. Every rose has its thorn, just like every night has its dawn, just like every cowboy sings that same sad old song. Every rose has its thorn. Just so good. <laughs> Little help on this one, 1965, Julie Andrews. Edelweiss, Edelweiss, every morning you greet me, small and white, clean and bright. You look happy to meet me, blossom of snow, may you bloom and grow. Bloom and grow forever. Edelweiss, Edelweiss, bless my homeland forever. I think you get the point. I could go on. I actually have a whole other page, but I think we'll just stop right there. <laughs> Flowers are everywhere, and I, I want to make something very, very clear. Why do we give flowers? Why are we fascinated by flowers? Because flowers are ourselves. When you give someone a flower, what you are truly saying to that person is, I give you a flower, I give you myself. I give you a flower, I give you myself. Whoever put those flowers next to our Blessed Mother, what they were really saying is, Mary, I give you these flowers, I give you myself. Whoever put these flowers next to Jesus said, I give you these flowers, I give you myself. When you gave that flower to your mother as a little child, what were you saying to your mother? I give you this flower, I give you myself. When someone is grieving and they've lost a loved one, and you give them flowers, what are you really saying to them? I give you my heart, I give you myself, I, I will give you my time. You call me and I will be there for you. I give you this flower, I give you myself. Flowers are symbols of ourselves because if we think about the life of a flower, it's actually, the, it's, it's our life. Let's think about how does a flower begin? Where does a flower's life begin? In the ground, unseen by the rest of the world. Where did your life begin? In a womb, unseen by the world. What is our world screaming about right now? About seeds that have been planted. About unseen, living, viable 
individual flowers and children that are growing. So much of the life of a flower begins unseen. And once that flower sprouts out of the ground, its life is so precious and so delicate and so fragile. For that sprout to continue to grow, what does it need? Water and the sun. So as you came out of your mother's womb, what did you need? Water and the sun, which is what? Baptism and the Eucharist. Christians grow through baptism and the Eucharist. And just as flowers need water and the sun, we need baptism and the Eucharist to nourish us, to strengthen us, because life is very hard and we are very fragile. I've met many people who are like, well, Father, I'm not a green thumb. All the plants in my house, they're plastic. Why is that? Because growing flowers and growing plants takes a lot of patience and delicate hands. Because life is fragile. And what do we know about every flower? After it blossoms, after it shows its beauty to the world, what happens to every single flower? It will wilt and fade and die. I remember being a young child and my dad had brought home flowers for my mom. And my mom was talking about how beautiful they were. And then I remember, this is just a random conversation I remember as a kid. My mom said to my dad, my mom's a very practical woman. She said, you know, I really like carnations more than roses because they last longer. But it doesn't matter whether it's a rose or a carnation or a lily. Every flower will wilt and die. And what will happen to every human being? We will wilt and we will die. Some of you are like, Father, I've been wilting for years. (laughs) But you will die. But what happens to a dead flower? When I was a young child, my parents practiced slave labor. We had a garden in the backyard that as a kid, seemed bigger than a football field. It was not, but it seemed that way. And we would spend a lot of time taking care of the the family garden. Every spring when we would plant our garden, we would plant marigolds all around the edges of our garden. My mom had read somewhere in a magazine that if you planted marigolds around the edge of your garden, then rabbits and other animals would not come in and eat all your plants. So every single year, we would plant marigolds all around the edge of our garden. And then in the fall, when everything had died, some given day, my mom would give us a bunch of brown grocery bags, and we would go outside, and we would pick all the heads off of all of the marigold plants. And then we would put them in brown bags, and then those brown bags would sit in the garage. They were dead. They were dead marigolds. They were dead flowers, and they would sit in the garage all throughout the winter in Wisconsin. And then what would happen every single spring? Every single spring, we would take those dead marigolds and we would rub them in between our hands around the edges of our garden. And within days, they would rise again. You, like a flower, began your life unseen by the world. You are delicate, you are fragile, and yet through water and the sun, you grow and you show your beauty to the world. But every single one of us will wilt and die but we will rise again. And when you give a flower to our Blessed Mother, when you give a flower to Jesus, you say, 
Here is a flower, here is my life. We hear in our gospel passage Jesus saying this today. I give you a new commandment, love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. How did Jesus love us? What does Jesus say to us from this cross? I give you my life. I give you my life. I give you my totality. I give you my all. I give you everything because I love you. I give you a flower. I give you my life. Love one another as I have loved you. My brothers and sisters, we are invited to be like Jesus, to give ourselves to our brothers and sisters. And flowers during this month of May, flowers during Easter, but flowers throughout the whole entire year are a symbol of this. So yes, may we present flowers to our Blessed Mother, may we present flowers to Jesus and say, here is a flower, I give you my life. May we also give them to those that we love, to those that we care for. And when we love them as God loves them. Love one another as I have loved you. I give you this flower. I give you my life. Through God's grace, may it be so. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.